Bhagavad Gita is a book of mankind's collected experience of and answers to life's most basic questions. Who I am? From where do I come? What is my purpose and destiny? And most practically, how do I find happiness? These podcasts originate in the lectures of Neil Bhatt, a disciple of Swami Chinmayananda. They are presented here in 20 to 30 minute segments, each covering three of the Gita's 701 verses. Welcome to Gita Wisdom for Daily Living. So we had been discussing chapter 3, Karma Yoga, Yoga of Action. So we have seen in the beginning, Bhagavan said that there are two paths. I have told you before, before in chapter 2. One is of Sankhya, which is a Gnani Yoga. As we have seen in Gnana Darshan, the Sankhya Darshan, that Sankhya believes that there are two entities, Purusha and Prakriti. Purusha, when gets entangled with Prakriti, then only all this agitation starts. Purusha is Chetan, but inactive. Prakriti is Jad, but active. When these two gets entangled, then only the agitation starts. So the goal of Sankhya is to separate Purusha from Prakriti. As long as I keep this troublemaker Prakriti out of Purusha, Purusha will be in Ananda, the state of Satchidananda. When Purusha entangled with Prakriti, all the trouble starts. So their goal in Sankhya is to separate Purusha from Prakriti. So Bhagavan says there are two parts. For the Gnani, the path of contemplation to separate Purusha from Prakriti is the Gnani Yoga. For the Yogi, so we have seen the Yoga Darshan. Patanjali is Yoga Darshan. That does not mean that there is no Yoga before Patanjali. Patanjali Muni organized it in sutras. So the the path of yoga uh, for them it is karma yoga, is the path of action. So he said there are always two paths. One is for the contemplative type is the jnana marga and one for the active type is the karma yoga. And therefore Bhagavan said, I'll tell you Karma Yoga. Even in chapter 2, he said that I told you all about Sankhya. I'll now tell you all about Yoga. And then when Arjuna asked the question in the beginning, he said, I'm confused. Bhagavan said, I've already told you. There are two paths. One is for the Gnanis who want to pursue the path of contemplation. And one is for the man of action, the Karma Yoga. And then in the essence, Bhagavan told Arjuna, that to achieve your supreme goal of unbroken happiness or ultimate bliss, you should constantly perform actions without attachment. That was basically the conclusion of all the discussion about which actions are binding, which actions are not binding. But the conclusion in verse 19 we have seen it, Asakta is the operative word without attachment. So here the antidote for all the agitation is unattachment. And that unattachment is what we find it very difficult to achieve. So the verses which we are reviewing now from verses 27 to 30 actually deals with that issue. Then why we cannot achieve unattachment 
with ease or without any difficulty. So the first thing is that it's our misunderstanding about how these actions work in this prakriti. We tend to believe that the people act and they get results. And this is how the activities work. And Bhagavan said that that's not really true. If you analyze it, you will find that prakrutehe kriyamanani gunehi karmani sarvasaha. All actions are performed by the gunas in the prakriti. There are no actions which are devoid of gunas of prakriti. And we have seen that prakriti has three basic ingredients, sattva, rajas, and tamas. Anything in prakriti, if we see, is defined by the sattva, rajas, and tamas, these gunas. These gunas are creating all activities. Ahankara vimudhatma karta aham iti manyate. But one who is not aware of his own self. Now here the words are pretty harsh from our perspective. You see, ahankara vimudhatma, like a fool who does not. But that's not the connotation here. In a normal day-to-day language, we use these words in a very different manner and a connotation. But here it simply says, vimudhatma, the one who is not aware of his own self. One is deluded about his own self. He thinks that aham karta. He thinks that I am the doer. Ahankara vimudhatma. This delusion of mind came from me not identifying with my true self, but identifying with this limited individual which I consider myself, this body, mind and intellect, and now I think I am the doer. Aham kartruti ahankar as we have learned in Tatavod. This sense of doership is creating this delusion that this is me, this limited being, and I am the doer of all these activities. Completely forgetting that the activities are happening because of the gunas in the prakriti. So we have seen in prakriti, Everything has corresponding objects. So we have seen in in Tatobhod, there are five great elements. We learn Bhumi, Apaha, Analaha, Vaiho, Kam. That earth, water, fire, air, and space. There are corresponding sense objects, which will be Sabdas, Parsa, Rupa, Rasa, and Ganda. These are in reverse order. So if you have all the five objects in the grossest element. So, Bhumi is all the five. Sabda, Sparsa, Rupa, Rasanaganda. In earth, you find all five of them. Apaha, in water, you find only four. Sabda, Sparsa, Rupa, and Rasa, you don't find Ganda in water, pure water. Analaha, you find only three. Fire, you find only three. Sabda, Sparsa, and Rupa. There is no rasa and gandha in fire. And then vayu, we have only two, which is sabda and sparsha. And space, only one, sabda. So then reverse order, if you have all the five sense objects, it's the grossest element. If you have only one, it is the subtlest, which is space is the subtlest. 
earth is the grossest and then we have five corresponding senses these are all made up of the same basic ingredients of sattva rajas and tamas which is kshotram tvak chaksuhu rasana granam so sabda is associated with shrotram with hearing this is very common knowledge to us that every sense has a corresponding sense object in this prakriti only when these two come together there will be activity if my sense of hearing is active and there is object of sound then only i will i will hear sound so this sensation which i am receiving from the world outside are because i have the senses the senses can only receive the sensation from corresponding object only and therefore this activity is literally taking place between my sense and a corresponding sense object in the world outside neither mind is involved nor myself is involved in so the activity is taking place among the gunas of the prakriti my senses are made up of the same three gunas since objects are made up of the same three gunas and this exchange continues but i think because now i am associated or identified with my own mind i tend to think that this sensation which is occurring in my mind is my doing the impressions which is gathered from the sensation which creates desires and then activity as we know that all i consider to be my doing whereas bhagwan said that if you start thinking about the actual happening which is only happening among the gunas of the prakriti then you will not get attached to it as you are attached to it right now tattvavittu mahabaho guna karma vibhagayo ho the one who is aware of the essence of all things and beings the tattvavittu one who is knowledgeable about that one with the perfect knowledge of that he knows the guna karma vibhagayo he knows the relationship between guna and karma this activity how it works he knows as we have just discussed guna guneshu vartantaha iti matva na sajjate he clearly sees as an observer that the sensations are occurring because of the qualities of my senses and the qualities of the objects outside the sensations are now creating perceptions in my mind this perception will then create my conception of that object this is how the world works if i don't have the senses there is no perception and therefore there is no conception therefore the blind man cannot see and he cannot visualize what the object is all about a deaf man cannot hear therefore he cannot conceptualize what music is all about or sound is all about this sensation conception perception happening in my mind and then i go along with my mind which creates then desire to experience that again and again so guna guneshu vartantaha iti mat na sajjate he clearly see that these are the exchanges between the qualities of my senses and the sense objects outside and therefore i really need to be just a witness and not to get attached to it so he does not get attached bhagwan has already said your goal is just to be unattached and see the activity of the world continue going and take your 
ड्यूटी सीरियसली प्रकृते गुणसमूा सज्जंते गुणकर्मसु तृष्णवद मंदान कृष्णवद न विचालय दिस बेसिकली द सेम थॉट वी हैव लर्नड इन वर्स ट्वेंटी सिक्स बुद्धिभेदम जनयत अज्ञा कर्मसंगीना जोसयत सर्वकर्माणी विद्वान युक्त सामचरण विद्वान पुरुष शुड नॉट क्रिएट कन्फ्यूजन इन द माइंड ऑफ पीपल हु आर नॉट रियली दैट नॉलेजेबल यट they are not understanding how this world works how this prakriti works so the prakriti guna samudaha those who are not aware of the gunas of this prakriti they do not know this is the very nature of prakriti sajjante guna karmasho they get attached to this guna and this resultant activity we get attached to this activities this actions and i consider it to be mine and now i want the results and then if the results are good i want to repeat them if they are not good i want to avoid them so this this likes and dislikes are because of my sense of the doership prakriti gunas asamudaha those who are not aware of this qualities of prakriti they get attached tan akrishnavid mandan those people who are akrishnavid they are not aware of the reality in the mandan they are slow again bhagwan seem like using very harsh words but this mandan doesn't mean in our normal day to day language we say he is very slow and he is not very sharp it's not the cleverness of mind that we are talking about here it, we have heard before it, that education does not make men good it just makes him clever and the more clever people honest people are hard to find so this is not about the cleverness of mind they are not yet evolved to understand the difference between the prakriti and purusha the gunas and karma tan akrishnavid who are not aware of the essence of this prakriti and purusha mandan because they are slow give them time krishnavid na vichale give them time to evolve themselves i being the person who has come to that level of knowledge i have a great responsibility to keep them engaged in activity and not disturb their enthusiasm about working in this world to get fruits of their actions encourage them to perform their actions with whatever the desires that they have i have seen in my own life swami chinmayananda when he comes people will be like little children people of great knowledge and you know, of great status will go and act like little children and they will say swami ji had done this and swami ji had done that they'll talk about their personal accomplishment personal goals and swami ji will encourage all of them yes you should continue doing oh, that you are good at this you should do that now if we stand back and say if swami chinmayananda was just teaching this on attachment all that he why should he encourage people to get more engaged in their business or more engaged in their professions but as we have learned from bhagwan here he had no business to upset anyone who is enthusiastically working in this world outside his job was to encourage everybody so bhagwan said it is a great responsibility for the krishnavit the man of perfect knowledge who clearly sees what the reality is but those who are on the path of their evolution he is responsible to encourage them 
so that they can continue acting in this world and then they will rise above their tamas and rajas and then sattva then realizing the real self and then next verse gives us the final technique if you want to get out of this attachment he said mai karmani sarvani sanyasya adhyatma chetasah he said you continue doing what you are doing as per your liking as per your own gunas my own gunas will decide what i like i have god's given relatively good voice so i like to sing but i don't have the body of mike tyson so i don't like to go and fight in, in a boxing ring gunas of my body and my mind will propel me to go and find the sense objects in this world to interact with to find my happiness bhagwan said continue doing that because you can get out of your own gunas but offer all those activities to me just make me in charge of all those activities mai karmani sanyasya sarvani is all actions your liking your disliking your forced to do you are doing it on your own accord offer all of them to me let me take care of them and what you do is adhyatma chetasaha constantly focus on yourself you contemplate while you are doing it who is doing it who is enabling me to do it what makes it possible for me to do it this coronavirus has opened our eyes how our system works one sector close this down it affects all the other sectors we can go to the offices we can meet people we can do what we normally used to do you know life is completely disrupted now i come to understand that what i was doing was i was dependent on so many people doing so many things you see you constantly churn on that idea that you have a very little ability or authority to do any action and more you think about that more you think about what is your real nature so you focus on that while doing your actions you offer all your actions to me do whatever you like engage yourself in activity which pleases you but give them to me and i'll take care of the results nirasi nirmamo bhutva yudhyasva vigata jvaraha this is the most difficult line for anyone to understand nirasi hopeless nirmamaha homeless nothing of mine and no hope we know for sure that we won't be able to function that way if i don't have any hope of this coronavirus going away in at least in next 6 months then i am doomed but i have hope that there will be a way out there will be an end to this thing and therefore i keep doing what i have to do social distancing reduce your activities don't go anywhere all of that in hope that some day the normal life will return and bhagwan he said you become nirashi nirmamo bhutva yudhyasva vigata jvara but then he said have no hope and no sense of belonging but continue working in this world vigata jvara without any fever without being sick of your own situation stay healthy and work this is all about our mind this fever he is referring to 
is there a mental fever. You right now are suffering from this mental fever of asa and nirasa, accomplishments and failures. If you get out of this fever, so nirasa refers to my expectations of my future. You see, you may have a goal but no expectations. I may think that the thing will be normal in six months. May It may not be. It may be in a year. I keep reading these projections about the sectors which I practice architecture in. So first they will say, oh, everything will be normal by next year. Then they extend and say, you know, actually it may take a couple of more years. And now they are saying that everything will be probably back to the pre-COVID level by 2023. So I added up my age and the years it will take. So it will work out very well for my retirement. So ASA is all about my future expectations. So right now, anxiety about my future. When will this be normal? How can I get back to normality that I was experiencing before this COVID? And he said, you don't worry about it. You become nirashing. You can say things will happen as they are going to happen. I need to continue doing what I'm doing. So hopelessness does not mean that there won't be any good in my life after that. But my expectations should be curtailed to a level where I feel comfortable with it. Then I will work in today's environment and things will work out as they are supposed to work out. So that nirasha, nirasha is not dejection, which we typically think. Asa nirasa, you know, this is not that nirasa. Nirasa is not dejection or depression, but no expectation. And nirmamaha, so nirasa is all about future, nirmama is all about my past accomplishments. I'm banking on what I have accomplished in my past and say this I need to preserve. So my anxiety about preserving what I have already achieved and then anxiety about what I can achieve in the future. He said both this anxiety is about preservation of my past accomplishments and achievement in future are making me agitated in my mind. This agitation is the fever of my mind. And Bhagavan said, you get rid of this fever and yudhyaswa, engage in the battle of life and thou shalt achieve the unattachment. We'll stop right here. If you find this podcast helpful, please support it by donating any amount by going to the episode's website at neilbutt.podbean.com or at chinmayarichmond.org. Thank you. Om Sarve Bhavantu Sukhina Sarve Santu Niramayaha Sarve Bhadrani Pashyantu Ma Kaschit Dukkha Bhag Bhavet Om Shantihi 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 Harihi Om Shri Guru Bhyo Namaha Hari Hiyo